Hey, hey, it is episode 38 and we are nearing the end of another year. And Val and I, and just about everybody else I'm in contact with in my circle is feeling it. We are feeling the change coming. This is something that probably naturally happens every December. We know the new year is coming and we're analyzing last year. But specifically, I have a lot of people in my life who now the people who are um, open to change and growth, not just everybody, but a lot of the people who are out there, you know, living that life of um, transformation and growth and leveling up and being in tune with what's going on, they're all feeling a little bit of squeezing going on, a little bit of pressure, a little bit of heat, some things seemingly falling apart, um, you know, in the midst of having big plans and goals and visions, but it's like, you know, I'm hitting brick walls, I'm feeling like things are going in the reverse. And what Val and I remind ourselves in times like this is that diamonds are made under heat and pressure. You never have something like this going on around you without it molding and changing you into something better. Absolutely. And it's all just in how you look at it because life naturally shifts. I mean, we're always going to have, we're going to have shifts whether we like it or not, but change can feel a little bit unnerving. Even if even if it's good change, it can feel unnerving and it's all in how you look at it. And the really cool part is when you're surrounding yourself with people who are also into growth um, and you're listening to podcasts and, you know, or pastors that also are encouraging growth, then you can kind of get a little bit of a feel that it's coming before it actually happens so that you can kind of um, not brace for it, but just know to expect that sometimes it's going to get a little rocky before it gets awesome, you know? Um, and that way you're, you're, you know, you're growing instead of feeling like you're getting mowed down by the experience. Yeah. You still might have that. You might have that second of like freak out. (laughs) We've had, we've had the weirdest things going on in our house, like all in the same week, our vacuum cleaner broke, the washing machine started backing up out the drain pipe and flooding. I mean, everything, and it's like, oh, this, this seems very oddly connected to like the flow of my life. <laughs> and, you know, but it, it was interrupting our, just our daily stuff that we needed to do to live. And it was very uncomfortable. And that's just a little bit of it. Like there's been a lot of change going on all around me. But because we have this connection with different people or like, hey, you know, I was praying or doing my morning, you know, um, like devotion and, and quiet time. And this is a feeling I'm getting and we're all hearing and getting the same things. And that's how, you know, that it's like where, fascinating. yeah, it's like where everything is shifting together. talking And, and making sure that you're, that you are connected with people who are like in that same growth pattern. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. I yeah, mean, yeah. I didn't before the last couple of years, you know? No, I would never get very far on my own. I would just, I would run in circles away from the problems probably. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we hear all this from other people. It's encouraging. We kind of know we're we're on the right path because we're not the only ones feeling it, hearing it, seeing it. Um, And so it's time to like get to work and figure out what do you do with it? And what we've been doing lately is just heavily evaluating where our year has gone. And I did a time tracking exercise where for five days, actually seven days, I wrote down what I did with pretty much every 15 to 30 minute chunk of my day to see, am I spending my time in alignment with where I want to go? And, you know, how did this last year go? Did I end up where I wanted to be? Where do I want to go next year? Where are the parts of my life that need to be refined so that I could have that awareness of what is not serving me. Like I might really enjoy how I spend this hour of the day and 
joy in itself is leading and growing and good. But if at the end of the day, it's keeping me from doing anything that I need to be doing to go toward where I want to go, then it's not serving me. Right. Well, I mean, eating an entire cake is joyful, but (laughs) you know, and if it's not getting you where you want to go and you want to be a healthier person all over, Mm -hmm. you know, that much sugar is not good for you. Like you just have to cut out the, the things that aren't working towards the, you know, higher place you want to reach. Yeah. The higher play, the long-term. Yeah. Yeah. Is it it a momentary indulgence or is it actually taking me somewhere? Yes. Yes. And in that we have to be uh, really flexible enough to shift and change to fit the new atmosphere. So it's kind of like if you, if you can envision where you're going um, and you're, you're ready for it, then when you envision that growth and that happiness, then you can kind of shift yourself to go ahead and start acting like you're there before you're there. Yeah. To start embodying it before you even. Yeah. Because if you're not flexible enough and you can't see the the vision in the future, then you just become more rigid. At least I have in the past, like I just get more rigid and I contract and I stop what I'm doing because I'm like, oh my gosh, everything's falling apart. I don't know what to do. But when you're in this pattern of growth, you can look at these things as they're falling apart and go, okay, you know, this is not happening to me. It's happening for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to learn something out of this and I'm going to contract and keep pushing through doing the next right thing, whatever it is that I've feel like I need to do to get to my vision, um, then, you know, you can actually see what you're supposed to learn in the equation and move on quickly versus just shutting down and losing the moment. Yeah. You know, the, probably the number one sign I can tell myself when I'm starting to contract down and run away from growth is I start complaining. Mm-hmm. I just start, oh, yeah. Like you just start stating what is and what you don't like about your life over and over and over. And when I start to hear that broken record, I'm like, Oh, hang on a minute. I'm yeah. I'm just adding to the momentum of what is, and that is not helpful for anybody. And that's how I can usually tell, like I have let something um, like manhandle me back into yeah. this place of, of hiding and accepting. Well, that, that seems to be the theme. Like as I'm reading different books by people um, that, you know, I admire wh- what they've done with their life or, you know, the vision that they have, that seems to be one of the main themes. Obviously gratitude has been a big thing lately, but also mm-hmm. like looking at your problems as something that's happening for you versus mm-hmm. like to you and to hurt you. Yeah. Um, if you can move through them with gratitude for what it is, what you're going to learn, then it brings this whole shift that you, you know, that just helps you navigate and learn much faster. Yeah, like uh, releasing that forgiveness, whether it's toward yourself or a person or whatever, is actually what clears the way for you to like smoothly transition into where you're going. So the job for us as we move into 2020 is awareness, awareness of what has been, awareness of what is, and not just thinking about it, like actually sit down with a pen and paper and write it down. I actually did not know where all of my time was going until I tracked it. And that was, I'll tell you, it was annoying as heck to have a piece of paper. I'm in the process of tracking mine yeah. right now. It's not fun. Mm-mm. It's not fun. It's freeing, but it's not fun. Um, but until I got it on paper and it was right there and I couldn't, you know, my brain couldn't like run a circle around like a, a avoidance. I couldn't go into avoidance. It was right there looking at me. Um, I had to make hard decisions. I had to say, okay, my phone needs to be put away these hours or I'm not going to get anything done. You know, like you just, right. you just see, you can't deny it. So being aware is a huge thing. So we've got some practical steps and if you can just pick two of these, I know the end of the year is crazy leading up to the holidays is really busy, 
But if you're going to do anything for yourself for this new year, close out your year by doing at least two of these things. So you can pick one little tiny thing within each category, but I'm going to give you some categories. Um, we might give you some examples of how we've done it just to help you kind of pick through your brain and figure out where you need to start. But just one little tiny thing, one little area. So the first one is cleaning out habits. Now habits, we, just, we already talked about indulgences and indulgences are things that we do to feel good right now, but they don't have any payoff for the future whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And so upgrading your habits, like how you interact with people in yourself, maybe it's the thoughts you think like complaining or complaining with other people and it makes you feel good for a minute, but did it lead you anywhere? The foods that you eat can be indulgences or something you just go to out of habit, but is it actually fueling your body to like think, feel, and be its best in the long run? Drinks that you drink, I mean, an occasional indulgence is not bad. Like I'm, I still love my coffee and it really doesn't have a long-term payoff in my future, but you know, I have a limit on it and the amount that I have is not enough to harm me in the future and it's not like slowing me down during my day. So it's not a problem at the moment. There may be a time in my life where I do, I do decide to give it up. Who knows? Um, and then any time suckers like your phone in your hand or just chatting mindlessly too much about things that just distract you from other things that you could be doing. Calling on Facebook. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it can get, I, well, I'd tell you this. Okay. Since we're talking about cleaning up habits and Facebook, there is something, Oh, what is it called? Hang on. I have to look and tell you exactly what this is called because it has been wonderful. I open up my Facebook now on my computer and I do a lot of work through Facebook, do a lot of sharing, but I don't necessarily want to do a lot of absorbing. And there is this browser add on called the news feed eradicator. And you can just Google it and download it. And it cuts out the entire news feed from your computer. Unfortunately, it doesn't work on phone amazing that will be during political seasons <laughs> mm -hmm. oh yeah because I don't want to hear anyone's opinion <laughs> no and like I love you all but if I if you're part of my circle right. I make a point to talk to you and I don't need to see everybody's Christmas tree this season I really don't mm -hmm. I really don't <laughs> I mean it's great it's beautiful but I have I'm in a deep time of focus right now and this is more important that I get some things done and that I and very intentional with what I'm seeing. So for me right now on my computer, I have put in the newsfeed eradicator. So I am not getting sucked into 15 minutes of scrolling just to do a one five minute job that I needed to do when I got on there. Um, cleaning out spaces. This is kind of a no brainer, but think about the depth of the impact. If you want better clothes in the new year, if you want to just have like better quality clothes or clothes that fit your style, or your personality, or, um, you know, just whatever your reason is, if you've got old junk hanging around your closet, if you just clean out that space and make room for the new, even if you don't have the money or the gift cards or the plan necessarily yet to go buy the things, clear out just enough that you can still, you know, wear what you've got for like, you know, a week or two worth of, of clothing, get rid of things you haven't worn in a long time or things that don't fit your style and personality now and just leave room for new things to come in and see what happens. Um, until you make that room, and clear out that old energy. You usually don't have new things come in. Clean out a drawer, maybe the junk drawer in the kitchen, freshen up a whole room of your house. Maybe it just needs a new coat of paint, something brighter, something fresher and lighter. Um, change out, you know, the pillows or a rug or something small that can make a big difference. Because I, I'm one of those people, my environment matters a whole lot to me. And if I'm thinking like, 
you know, clean and fresh and whatever. And I'm in a room that's like heavy or dark. It affects my mood. Absolutely. It's distracting. I did not realize how much, um, how much sitting thinking that you don't like something, but, but not being willing to change it Mm -hmm. sends the message Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you are okay Mm -hmm. with, with medium. You know what I mean? You're okay. with like, eh, it's, Mm -hmm. it's all right, but it's, it's not what I want, but it's all right. Like, and you're sending that message about everything when you are willing to sit. I mean, I did that for so long. Mm -hmm. The, my walls were that like beige gold. I wanted them to be cream. And I sat there for forever and thought it'll be too hard to paint. Mm -hmm. I'm too cheap to pay somebody. But the difference it's made in my house since I just got off my butt and did it myself, like I was still too cheap to pay somebody, but I just did it myself. Yeah. And you know, it took time. It was not fun. I hate painting so much. I can't even tell you how much, but the payoff, oh my goodness. It's, it has literally changed my whole house for me. Yeah. You have an environment. So like, I need that. I need my home environment to be lovely, Mm -hmm. especially because I'm here a lot, you know? Um, but it's, it's true. It's like whatever you're settling for in these arenas mm-hmm. is the message you're sending to everything else. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it's super distracting that. to be like surrounded by things that just don't match where your thinking right. is right now. Right. Um, so you like, that may even mean just like clean out your car, you know, maybe as you're driving, you spend a lot, I, I think a lot in the car. And so if I have, if I get into like a bunch of junk in my car, it, you know, I'm instantly distracted. Whether you think it, you are or not, your eyes are open, you're absorbing information and your brain is processing it. And when you're in a clean room, it just allows your brain to mm-hmm. process more cleanly. Um, speaking of brain, clean up your thoughts. So, you know, we did a whole series on this. I believe it's episodes 16, 16 through 35. And you can go through those protocols with us. We actually go through topics that you could clean up in your thinking. And we give you essential oils that can help you do that. We did a test group with some people and the results they had were amazing. How they noticed, you know, how they talked to their family, how they dealt with their jobs, the thinking that they were agreeing with that was not truth for their life was huge whenever they realized it and were able to, you know, stop that just that awareness of the filter you're looking through and the beliefs and the possibilities you have for your life is a huge, huge deal. So you can go to our podcast, valengin.com and you can listen through those and do some of those protocols and just kind of take note of some areas of your life that you, your thoughts that you could clean up. Um, Systems is another one. I'm not, I love a system. I'm not good at following a system. (laughs) I don't like consistency. I like, I like to do things how I feel like doing them and just flow, go with the flow and be loosey goosey. But that was a habit that was not serving me whenever my productivity is not matching what it is I need to put out. Cause I have some projects I really want to see done, but I just didn't have the, the level of productivity to get them done. And so I had to look at my systems and my schedule and I had to like clean up my electronics. Now I have a phone screen that is completely blank. When you open it, all of the apps are hidden on the next page. So I can't mindlessly click an app just to check it out if I get on there, I have an intention to check something specifically and then get back off of it. Um, I've cleaned up my emails. I have cleaned up, you know, just a lot of stuff. And a lot of that's due to a life scrub that I did. Um, Ange Peters, you can find her on wholefit.com, but she has a life scrub for $17 that I highly recommend you go through it. It's five days of cleaning up five different areas of your life. And she teaches you how to clean up some of your electronics. 
Yeah. Basically wherever you're allowing chaos, mm -hmm. it's just still affecting you on some level. Mm -hmm. So anything you can do to clean up the chaos, the things we can control, we need to actually control. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's That's a lot we can control, but there's a whole lot more that we can control than we give ourselves credit for. Isn't it funny how we will let go of the things we, we can't control or we'll let go of the things that we could control. Yeah. And we choose to try to control the things we can't. <laughs> yeah. Because like people and situations. Right. Either way, it's just a whole bunch of, what is it? A whole bunch of nothing in the middle. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, okay. And then cleaning up skills. This is something that this is like, you may have to think hard for this one, but what got you to where you are may have been great for the season that it was, but where you're going may not need you to do that job anymore. You may need to delegate that job that you got really good at, that skill that you rocked at. Oh, and you may need, I, <laughs> I'm not good at it. You're, you're better at that than me. I, you know, you might need to delegate it. You might need to like automate it. Make, there's so many apps and things out there now that like organize and do things for you. Maybe there's a way to automate something in your life or, you know, make it on a schedule so that you just deal with it once and not every day. Um, or maybe you need to eliminate it altogether if you see that it's not needed. I can think of lots of things. I'm like my brain. I love to strategize, but there have just been times in my life where strategy wasn't needed and it was just consistency. I didn't need to develop a new plan or reinvent the wheel. I just needed to walk it out and do it. Yep. So there are times I have to put my strategy brain on hold and realize this is not, this is not my area to be strategizing right now. Okay. So this morning, we, as we were talking through all of this and talking about the shift that we feel like is going on, you know, for so many people, uh, which is really what birthed this episode, um, we, we decided to put a protocol together and we wanted to share it with you because if you're in this place where we are, where you just feel like, you know, a lot's going on and you, that and you just have feel the pressure of it. Um, you know, Jennifer and I've spent the last few weeks really trying to like get our schedules cleaned up, get, um, you know, all of the things she was just talking about. We're, we're trying to really get ourselves organized. So we're ready for this new year and whatever comes. Cause we feel like a lot of change and excitement is coming. Okay. So this morning, as we were talking through it, we, the first oil we got out with was pink pepper because pink pepper is great for, um, just alignment, helping you to kind of pull that future vision into right now so that you can act it before you see it, um, act what you want before you see it. And so we put that behind the ears on the bone behind both ears. Um, that's the gallbladder channel runs through that way. And the gallbladder in Chinese medicine is, is really the, the organ that, um, supports planning. Mm -hmm. So when you're planning and trying to strategize, um, you know, which is what we've been doing with looking at like how we're spending our time and you know, how we're automating things, how we're delegating things, as we're basically looking at all of our systems, um, that takes a lot of function of the gallbladder. So that was the purpose of behind the ears um, on those bones. And then after we did that, we had the weirdest feeling like right um, the, on the midline of the belly. It was almost like a little bit of anxiety. And, you know, keep in mind that the same emotions that, you know, create excitement also create or the same hormones that, you know, are released when you're excited are the same ones of when you're anxious or nervous. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I think we were feeling excitement, but it felt like almost anxious. Mm -hmm. And so we got out the clary sage and we put that up the middle midline of the belly. 
Um, and the reason we did that is because we kind of feel like, um, you know, with a lot of stuff we're working on right now, we're, we're kind of in the birthing process and, you know, Cleary Sage helps speed up contractions. We were like, all right, let's bring this shift on. So, um, since we were having that kind of feeling in our belly, we put the Cleary Sage up the midline of the belly and then we broke out the fennel and fennel is amazing because it is really good for showing you what your responsibility is in a situation. Um, we both tend to take on too much responsibility and fennel just reminds you what's yours to take, um, take responsibility for and what you can let go and just let God do the rest. Um, so, um, we put that on our lower belly and the back of our neck. And at that point we felt that tension resolve. It was almost crazy. Both of us really felt it resolve. Mm -hmm. And then just to really help solidify the change and peacefulness through it, we broke out the turmeric and we put that on the bottoms of our feet. And after we did that, it was just, it was crazy that we both had the exact same experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were like, what were we, what were we feeling again? Because I don't feel it. <laughs> it was just gone. Just gone. Yeah. The pressure, the anxiety, the I, we still had the motivation though. That's what we noticed. We like immediately, like our, my, I felt that my breath was going like deeper into my mm -hmm. chest. Like it was less constricted. I felt less pressure around me and I kind of felt like more expanded, like, Oh, all of a sudden I had space around me and not so much pressure on me. And that's what you want to relax into the shift, which is going to be uncomfortable no matter what, like change is just uncomfortable, but we don't grow in comfort. So that's okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable. Um, but we still had the motivation. We didn't just like completely chill out and not care. We still had this motivation and clarity about what we needed to do, what our part was in it, but without that less, without that unnecessary pressure and anxiety that really just confuses you and keeps you kind of <clears throat> not very efficient and productive. You feel like everything's falling apart instead yeah. of everything's working for you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So pink pepper, clary sage, fennel, and turmeric. If you don't have them, get them, get with a friend that's got them, do this protocol together because this new year is coming on fast. December is already ticking away really quickly. And, um, you know, just take all the advantage that you can of this shift and this mm -hmm. growth and, and what layers you're shedding and what you're ready to grow into. Um, if you ever want the protocols for the clearing and the nourishing and the activating that we've already done that we mentioned earlier, you can get those from our website by going to valengin.com. And at the bottom of any page, there is a place for you to drop your email and get that through, through email. Um, or there's actually a page that says resources. You can get it there. We also have a journal that includes a coaching call with one of us when you finish it. It's a 21-day guide through praying through a very specific topic and using essential oils to help you bring awareness to your thought patterns and habits and ways of thinking and what you're believing right now so that you can disagree with anything that's not truth and accept and grow into this new truth of whatever the situation or, or challenge is in your life. And then you get a coaching call with us at the end to make up a specific protocol that is on our website as well. And then you can follow us on social media. Val is the essential joyologist and I am rooted in love on Facebook and on Instagram. 